Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV, it's the build-up show. <laughs> James and his cake. James has come, <laughs> James, Phantom of the Opera there in the air. Uh... <laughs> Darkwing, Darkwing Sutton in the corner. Um, yeah, Liverpool uh, travel to Southampton uh, on Monday um, to kick off our 2021 fixtures. Uh, of course, top of the table, but with a chance, of course, that Liverpool drop points, that Man United will creep up behind us like the a movie villain that they have been for so long uh, and knife is in the back um, Chris Page joins me again <laughs> Darth, Darth Sutton um, and John Machin as well um, great to have everyone here for this one everyone's had a boss new year and all that kind of stuff um, Chris it's a um, he's moaning about being cold he's got ice in his fucking drink I can hear it <laughs> yes Got an ice cream cone in one hand and an ice tea in the other, and he's complaining about being cold. Yeah, um, yeah, James. I, I feel like it might not be essential eating that's the problem. Um, right, yes, Chris, we're here again. Um, kind of similar to the Newcastle build-up in this regard. Obviously, we've come off the back of a disappointing game. Um, there is a little, a little just uh, underlying, in, in some regards, quite overt feeling of misery, and I think it's largely because the world's just still a bit shite, regardless of the fact that we've ticked the number up by one uh, on the total year on the year. Um, we could do with Liverpool just getting back on it now because we've we built ourselves up a nice little comfort zone. You know, the win, the win over Tottenham was great, the smashing Crystal Palace, great. We got ourselves up, and loads of people dropped points. We were we're allowed to not be perfect, mm. but we've now eaten up that buffer with the two draws back to back. If we want it, if we want to keep everyone else in our shade, then we're going to need to start winning games. Oh again. God, yeah, it goes without saying, doesn't it? I think you know the performance was all right the other night. We didn't score the goals, obviously, and it's disappointing. I think you know twenty twenty's had a massive impact on everybody. If we could just wipe that off, um, that would be great. If we go back to the form of twenty nineteen, that mm. would be even better for me. Yeah, um, we we need to go out there, and I think we. I, very often, I think it's easy for me to sit here and say we need a performance. It feels like we as fans need a performance from our team right now yeah. to just sort of 
put your best foot forward going into the new year and so that everybody can kind of drop it. I mean, you know, I'd love a goal from Salah in this one. I'd, I'd, I'd love a goal from, from Salah or Mane or Firmino. I'd just love a goal, actually. at 90 minutes without one. I really need a goal, Paul. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree on that. And it's, um, look, Southampton, difficult test. You know, they're, they're one of the teams that, you know, it's not shown by the league position at the moment because they're down in ninth, but they're so, you know, it's so tight there that the four points behind uh, Manchester United um, at the moment, although United do have that much vaunted game in hand, of course, but they're good. They're a very, very good side, Southampton. And they always have been, they've always been a bit of a tricky, uh, a tricky opponent for us because they've always been able to match us for intensity. They're very good at, you know, they're a good footballing team that works very, very hard. So this is not going to be on paper, when we looked at West Brom and Newcastle, we were all banking on six points and then see how you get on against Southampton. So now that the tables are turned, it means we're going to have to work a damn sight harder to get those points. Yeah, it's the hardest of the three games, isn't it? I mean, you know, West Brom and Newcastle were on paper much easier games than Southampton, who flirted with the top of the table this season, um, <clears throat> been doing well, even though they keep losing Danny Ings to injury, he keeps coming back and going out again. Uh, Adams has suddenly, you know, struck in some form and scoring goals. So Ings and Adams together are quite a handful. Um, so I think our defence will have its work cut out. Um, and in that, in those circumstances, we do need our forwards to start firing again and scoring goals. Yeah. Taking the only thing there, sorry, John. The only thing there is that you know Southampton have been good, and it's funny, isn't it? Because I. I there's so many games in such a short space of time. You kind of lose track a, a lot of the time where, where these teams are. I mean, they ain't scored in three games. Mm. They haven't scored a goal in the league since the 16th of December. You know, I know it's only a couple of weeks and stuff, but, they, you know, it's four games ago. games four games ago, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, and, and that was a one-all draw with Arsenal, who were in atrocious form at the time. But still, generally speaking, they've got a good goal difference. They've scored quite a lot of goals, actually. I think they're or thereabouts with Tottenham for how many goals they've scored, which tells you how good they were in the early part of the season and what we should be looking to sort of plan for rather than a team that hasn't scored in three games. It's good, and, But they don't concede loads and loads of goals either, to be fair. You know, I think a couple of nil-nil draws last two games, a one-all draw not that long ago. I think they got beat 1-0 by, by Manchester City as well in there. So they're they're a good side and, and they're going to make us work for a result. I think that's the thing. It's 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 if Liverpool win this game, it's not going to be an easy route. Yeah, no, I can I completely agree. You're right. The form the form does favour us. Just about our form's been not exactly scintillating. Obviously, you haven't drawn the last two, one the two before that, and then a, the draw prior to that against against Fulham. Their last win, as you say, goes back to a three 0 win over Sheffield United. Since then, draw with Arsenal, lost to City, drew with Fulham, and drew with West Ham. So it, we should have we should have enough one in, in this one, Jason. I think the encouraging thing, and look, we talked on the final words about the Newcastle thing about what Liverpool did in terms of not just the the starting selection, but also the substitutes. The bench looked very healthy, but we were, the the remaining question is how match fit they were and how willing Klopp was to throw them in. There's going to come a point, if that's the case, and if the justification for not playing more than 15 minutes of Thiago is that he wasn't capable of doing it, if the justification for not starting Oxley and chamberlain is because he needed more time under his belt, we are going to reach a point where these lads are capable of putting down performances for us, and you'd bank on it being a bit more likely that, at the very least, barring any unforeseen circumstances between now and then, 
Thiago should be able to play more football, Oxley Chamberlain, and we might even have you could even have like a Naby Keita back, but you know that would be a wonderful bonus. Yeah, I think I think those I think those are the two for me that I would more than expect to see either start or at least have a you know a, a serious part to play. Um, I think uh, you know going back to what you're saying, you know, on, on paper it's it's the toughest of the three games, but perversely I think it might be the perfect game for us actually. And I'm not saying for a second that. Um, we were complacent against uh, against West Brom or Newcastle, but we raise our game against teams that are, that are, you know have a better caliber of player that, that yeah. push us harder. We do, we do raise our game, like you know the, the Tottenham game is is a, is, a, is a perfect example of that. You know Tottenham were in a great run of form. There was talk, you know, at, at the time I think they were they were joint top with us or something, and and you know we we blew them away. And I expect a similar thing with Southampton. You know, a really really fit team. You know, that's what that's one thing I will say about Southampton. They can run and run and run, and that suits us down to the ground, man. Because you know the. We're going to be looking. We're going to be looking for a reaction. The players should be pissed off. Our lads should be really, really pissed off, and should be relishing the opportunity to go down to the south coast to a team that people people talk about really, really positively and absolutely batter them. That's exactly what's needed. It feels like there's an opportunity here, Chris. Where we uh, look at look at the Leicester game. Look at the Wolves game, and then to some extent, you know, it's mentioned there. You obviously Tottenham Hotspur, Arsenal, an example of this. I think we, I think we have a healthy respect for teams like this because they actually do. They don't. They do have good footballing players in there. They, they're not just going to go and put everybody behind the ball. Now they might have the capability to do that. Maybe they'll shift their game plan slightly to be a bit more like that because it's been paying dividends out in recent weeks against us. But I, this feels like a team where. Exactly what James is saying there. I think we take these very seriously, these kind of games, and it's an opportunity for us to prove ourselves. I don't think there's any proving yourself against bottom six teams in in, in a weird way, but against pretenders to the Champions League kind of like throne or whatever, we do tend to we do tend to raise our game and we do tend to kind of try our best to put on a bit of a a bit of a show and lay a mark. Yeah, I, th- I think that's right. I think I think that's fair to say. I think you know. <laughs> Without labouring too much on the sides that we've drawn against, you know that needs to change mm-hmm. regardless. But when it comes to just physically looking at Southampton here, Southampton are a good side who play good football and who's house and huddle, or whatever you friggin' say it, whatever, Ralph. Um, uh, and he's not he's not there to wreck it, is he? Yeah. To be fair, uh, he, he is there to play football and stuff like that. Yeah, yes. Just you. Nailed it's it. fine. Yeah. That was nice. Fine. That was really nice, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but he plays good football. They play good football, and, and Liverpool seem to do better when sides play football against us. Yeah, no, I think it, I, I think we do indeed. Uh, right, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, the Liverpool selection and what we go with in this because there are there is a selection headache potentially for Jurgen Klopp, and not just like oh my god, how do these players continue to play more minutes? It's like we've actually got lads who we could say it in hushed tones rotate uh, in this one. Um, but before we do, uh, have a little sneak peek at our wonderful two part mini-series that we've got streaming right now on the redmentv.com. It's the 15 greatest moments of the Jürgen Klopp era so far. Fight like crazy, go for each ball, run more, fight more, jump higher. That's what we have to do.
From Basel to Madrid, back to Anfield and everywhere in between, it's hard to believe it's now over five years since the mad, brilliant Jurgen Klopp took over as manager of Liverpool Football Club and single-handedly turned us all from doubters to believers. We've laughed, we've cried, we've had incredible let-offs and disastrous heartbreaks. It's safe to say it's been one hell of a ride, but at the end of a long year for everyone, let's not forget that 2020 brought with it a whole new chapter of unforgettable Klopp moments. And here at the Redmen TV, we thought this Christmas would be a good time to sit down, look back and reminisce at just all of the brilliant Jürgen moments that we've seen unfold since the day that changed everything in October 2015. So sit back, have a glass of mulled wine and a mince pie, and join us as we look back at the 50 biggest moments of the Jurgen Klopp era, as voted by you, the Redmen TV fans. Yes, welcome back. Uh, yeah, the uh, the 50 greatest moments. Um, James, we, we got you in to do some voiceover work for that. Yeah, man, I really enjoyed it. I like doing things like that. It was, re- it was, it was good fun, and I feel like my contribution has in some ways elevated the whole project up up now we, we, we're, we're right up there um and and, and, and i'm happy to do that it was Praise international caliber and he's just made he's like it was like bringing <laughs> like bringing tiago on with 15 minutes to go like it was all done it was all looking really really good really polished and then james just come on and had a sprinkling of magic over he just the hits the notes on it though doesn't he you know what i mean it's, <laughs> it's very easy it's very easy I, 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 it makes it look easy i should say yeah. it's not at all yeah uh, so yeah that uh, two-part miniseries is streaming now on the redmentv.com if you go and sign up uh, at either tier um, you can get access to that and a whole amazing suite of wonderful Liverpool content documentaries and interviews with Liverpool players past and present um, we had a trivia question which I totally forgot to do before the break uh, Sadio Mane has scored once against Southampton but how many has he scored for Southampton against Liverpool anyone want to have a guess three I'd have said I don't know the answer to this one I'd have guessed four James what do you think I'd have said, I'd have said three as well yeah and the answer is four Smashed it. Uh, and for the bonus points for yourselves and also for people watching along, how long did it take him to score his famous hat trick against us? Not long. Five years. <laughs> the answer was two minutes and 56 seconds. There you go. Of course, breaking the, uh, the record set by Robbie Fowler. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uh, as I recall. Um, right, uh, Chris, Payjack, Joel Matip, uh, we're told by Jürgen Klopp is out for three to four weeks, um, which is good. Ish, uh, yeah, it's not bad. Uh, you know, there was a, Could there, was be a lot of, there was a lot of rumours that he was out for the season. Um, so in that regard, it's encouraging. I do think it's interesting that he's going to be out for the period in which Liverpool are probably going to be shopping for <laughs> defenders. But enough that it just again just keeps it on the on the uh, into suspicion of well. Listen, Joel Matip's going to be back soon, so it's not like he can really hold us to hostage. <laughs> this over sounds this one. terrible, but I'd almost rather him be out for longer so that we definitely <laughs> do go and sign a centre half. To be honest. <laughs> It sounds yeah. terrible, but I, like genuinely, I think that might have actually fucking because Klopp's so stubborn. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He, he he just might not. And I really hope that we do sign a centre half or two. And I, look, I, I really like Matip. I think he's a great player mm-hmm. when he's on the field. And the, the problem there is that he's not on the field enough and isn't able to get those games together. So for for this game, it's really about who partners him, isn't it? Paul, is it is it Reese Williams? Is it Nat Phillips? What, on the injury on, on the injury. Oh, sorry, who partners Fabinho? <laughs> I should say. That's as likely as well, to yeah. be honest, at this yeah. point. Nabi, Shakiri, um, yeah. Ox probably again. Yeah, um, yeah. That is it. Is the big question really of the of the? Well, it's one of the big questions. We've got a lot of choice, you know, in the midfield now, so that's going to be an interesting one. But this is a dad. This is. A question of does Nat does Nat Phillips go again? Is he in rotation with Reese Williams? Do we have to do something a bit more outlandish for this one? Does having more midfield options mean you can actually pull Henderson out of the midfield if you really wanted to for this one? What do you think? Well, at the back, I'd only play Nat Phillips if we think they're going to be throwing crosses in. Uh, I'm not sure that that kind of a side, even though you know Danny Ings would be pretty good in the air, but so I, I would think Reese Williams would come in. Um, in midfield, I mean, it's we've got so many choices. But again, you know, he'll probably play. I'm hoping he play Thiago. Um, why not? You know, let's give him a start. But then you you're playing him with Henderson, I think. And um, third, the third spot's interesting because you know Curtis Jones clearly struggled against Newcastle, and it may well be that he needs a bit of a rest. Yeah. In which case, you need a, a one of a. You need a midfield player with a little bit more attacking uh, verb. Minamino might actually get a shot, actually. Um, he hasn't uh, played in the last day, game or two. Tricky. I mean, I wouldn't particularly want to make the decisions, but um, I, I, do, I do hope Thiago plays. I wonder if there's a working backwards thing from this, James, because it's if you rotate, we're going to. I don't think there's a way where we don't heavily rotate. For Aston Villa, I think there's a lot of guys who were on the fringes of stuff who will be getting minutes. And so really, like, it's probably not a bad game for Curtis Jones to come back in for Aston Villa. You know, it's Monday to Friday, so there's a there's not a great gap between them, but it's oh, it's it's manageable all told. Um I wonder whether there's a t- there's a team there where who, who need the who need minutes plus a couple of younger lads who, who who could do with the experience and you want to make sure that you can get them out there because it's a game. 
because it's a bit of a free hit and a lot of people kind of will, will, will be riled up by the notion of us using the FA Cup as a, as a free hit but you know we talked about this again last week you can't throw the certain lads were not prepared to throw in because you want to protect them you want to bring them back more sensibly and also there's just an issue of match sharpness that you can't be having too many lads lacking match sharpness in games that you have to win um, so you know you, you've, I, think, I wonder whether there'll be a little bit of that that impacts this uh, team selection for Southampton yeah, but equally, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jurgen Klopp really go um, for the for the Villa game and and really try and win the win that trophy. You know, it's it's something that we haven't we haven't won for a, a while now, and 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 it's 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 important. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised to see a full strength squad for that a full strength starting eleven. Um, and equally, you know, Klopp loves to loves to throw you know throw things around like that that we perhaps don't expect. Um, I, I just, I just want to see Ox play, man, in the Southampton game. I want to see him start. I, I, I was so excited to hear that he was back from injury. He had a little cameo, and, and I, I really wanted him to come on and, and do some damage in the Newcastle game. And we know, you know, we know that didn't happen. I think it's crying out for someone like him to come in with his drive and his verve, and he, he, he just wants to keep going forward. And I feel like against a team like Southampton, there's going to be space, there's going to be opportunities. They're going to be committing bodies forward and having someone like Oxley Chamberlain starting for me. I think would, 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 you know, we'd really, really benefit from that. I think for me, um, I think Wijnaldum goes back into the side for a start mm-hmm. Monday night. You know, he, he's he's rested, rotated for for the last game against Newcastle, so he's a guaranteed start for the midfield for me. I'm looking at James Milner because of that as probably your captain against Villa or there or thereabouts your captain against Villa. He'll yeah. be on the field against Aston Villa no on the Friday night. No side of Andy Robertson in the FA Cup at all. No, no, no way. Um, so, so the midfield for me is probably Genie. Plus, maybe Henderson gets a break this time around. Maybe Thiago comes in and plus one. Um, I'd like to see that as a midfield. Maybe throw Genie in the six or Thiago. Whichever one you decide is going to play in the six. And then is it Kurt? Is it Ox? You know, are we going? Because what was interesting about the Newcastle game is I don't think, we didn't talk about this on the final word actually. Maybe people would disagree with me, who knows. But I don't think it was a typical midfield three performance from Liverpool Mm -hmm. against Newcastle. I do feel that... It wasn't exactly four two three one, and it wasn't exactly four three three. It was sort of stepped. You know, you had the six, and then you had Milner, and then you had Kurt Jones a little bit further up. And I wonder whether that's sort of planning ahead. While we've had that little bit of time, you know, over Christmas where we haven't had, we've had seven days without a game where we've kind of gone on the training ground and gone, look, we've got Thiago coming back here. Maybe this is more what we're going to see. We're going to see two lads who sort of sit a little bit deeper than what we would normally see in a four three three, and one lad who's going to be a little bit more attacking. Which brings me on to my point of, I wonder if Shakiri could play in the midfield as a sort of more of a creative kind of guy. Maybe it's too soon for him in this game, but if you've got a Henderson, Thiago, a Thiago, Wijnaldum as your two sort of deeper ones, maybe that frees up a Minamino, a Shakiri, a Kurt Jones to sort of rotate an ox in that further forward position. The, th- the thing for me is, it, I, again, we did this in the build-up to Spurs, I think the, the the entirety of the AXA training centre will be geared towards what are getting our best eleven on the field for Man United, and these games between between now between now and then are about making sure that we've we've got that. So Thiago is ready for ninety minutes against against Manchester United. He's ready to start that game, whatever however that looks. So if that means half an hour here. 
sounds if it means another 20 minute cameo and then maybe 20 minutes in the FA Cup and then it's you know or, or slightly more it, it means that and so that for me I think what it, what it really means is Jordan Henderson I think Jordan Henderson does go again in this game because it's too important mm. and, and he's too big and he's the captain Jordan Henderson the only way Jordan Henderson doesn't play is if you've got you know look you've got a world where Fabinho's available I think in, in, in midfield and it's a bit of it, and it might be a bit of a dead rubber. That's not the case at the moment. So I think there's, yeah. But what we don't know is, you're right, is what that what is our best midfield three when Thiago's available? Is it does Gini Van Alden go in there? Because there's a case to be made that Gini Van Alden was was always planned on being phased out in, in this season. So Gini might simply not be in the plans for for the midfield. In which case, you're right. I think he still does play in this. But does he play in that? Is the best midfield actually? You're right. You know, a, a, a six in Henderson and in between her in Thiago, who's who's pulling all the strings. And then you've got somebody who actually plays closer to a ten or more a free roll behind the front three. Well, who is that from who we've got available? I think he'd like it to be Naby Keita, mm-hmm. but it, I, I don't yeah. think we'll ever trust that he'd be available at, at any time soon. Is it then making sure Curtis Jones is available for that game? Is it too much for him? So is it then Oxley Chamberlain? So is that is that our midfield three for Manchester United? And then it's a case of massaging them to the point where they are absolutely ready to peak. I wouldn't want to give Man United too much sort of tape to look at of Thiago either. Mm. I think Jürgen will probably, you know, he'll always put aside that he believes we'll win. Now he believes weaker sides win games more than I think fans do. Mm -hmm. Like we might look at him and go, oh no, that's too weak or something like that. But he, you know, we've seen him against Everton over the years play some turgid sides and and, and the kids and still get results and stuff like that. And uh, no disrespect to those sides, by the way. It, It did sound like it. I didn't mean it like that. So, but also like, I want Oli Gunnar Solskjaer to be surprised when Thiago starts almost and not have that bank of work, that body of work to look back on and go, how are we going to defend this lad? I want them thinking on the feet because I don't think they're good enough United to be able to do that. Yeah, and again, it depends on their approach, doesn't it, and how well they want to sit in and whether it's another game where you need to unpick them or whatever. But uh, yeah, in terms of this game, it's just a real shame. It'd be lovely to have a little bit of rotational uh, option for the front three. And I guess James Minamino's probably... Maybe, you know, well, Shakiri's there. You know, he got his two minute cameo against Newcastle for what it was worth. There's a chance that you might see him in the front three. Um, Minamino, again, it's a bit of a shame because he had such a good game against Crystal Palace and then he's not, we've not seen him since. I wouldn't be opposed to him doing, doing a similar thing where you start, you start him, do what we did against Palace, keep one of Salad or Mane in reserve because this does feel like a game where we actually might need to have a little bit more to go to in the final half an hour. Yeah, I think. I- I, I agree about Minamino. I think I think what I think he's more likely to start his his best team and then work backwards from there. So I think you're more likely to see like, keep keep the front three as they are, and then assuming that we've gone a goal or two up, I think it's a perfect opportunity. I'd love to see more of Shakiri as well. You know, we forget. You know, he's, he's a cracking little player when he comes on. So you know, he, he really is. And, and he, he's obviously, you know, he's found a bit of fitness again. Otherwise, he wouldn't be even on the bench, as we as we know. You know, he, he, he's off and out for the for, for periods. Um, yeah, I think you know we, we've suddenly got options, and it's and it's nice. You know, there was only you know it was only God, a month or so ago that we weren't having these conversations, not even about the midfield. So for the first time, we've you know it's it's a really healthy problem to have. Um, and we've just we've just got to go. We've got to go at Southampton. We've got to go at Villa, and then we've got to smash the Manx. We do those three things, and all of a sudden, the season, you know, it's it's looking a lot brighter than it has for the past week or so. Yeah, completely agree on that. Uh, just in terms of some of the other games that are going to be happening in this game, we spread out over um, New Year's Everton, West Ham. I could genuinely go either way. United, Villa. 
that's going to be that's an interesting. One. I think there's a lot of United fans who are seeing that as a bit of a foregone <coughs> conclusion yeah. for some reason. Yeah, and, and United home form's been shocking. Yeah, shocking so far. As bad as our away form. Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't put it past Aston Villa to do something to United there. Um, but equally, United are in that kind of run of form where you can see them. We were looking at that for a place where United drop points and they managed to, they managed to squeak past because Villa, you just don't quite know. Um, they, they look poised to be dead good and at the same time, yeah, not not quite at the I same mean, time. I like, looking at the form table from the last five games, both Manchester United and Aston Villa have won three and drawn two. Hmm. Solid. Solid. Um, Spurs versus Leeds. I mean, Tottenham Hotspur, yeah, you suspect they'll get back on the horse again and start to pick up points. Newcastle, Leicester, you'd expect Leicester to pick that up. Chelsea City's an interesting one, Dad, um, because again, my... everyone's playing for his job, Paul. (sighs) Yeah. Or he's managing for his job, I should say. Yeah, I mean, look, everyone's got that. People have been talking a lot about Chelsea this season. People are talking at the moment about Man United. Three weeks ago, it was all about Tottenham Hotspur. (laughs) But it's Man City for me. You know, they are, they're in such a false position in the league because of the game in hand they've got so much quality they've got a, a boss squad and a boss manager and they've not fallen so far from grace that I don't that they, they won't be there or thereabouts but it would be we, we could really do with them just just stumbling a little bit because I don't we can't really do with a situation where they get to play those games in hand because you, you'd bank on them probably winning them the, the surprising thing about City this season is that they're not scoring goals no, yeah. I never thought you'd say that about a City side but they have been struggling a bit and they've missed Aguero and um, hasn't he gone down with COVID or something ridiculous? I don't know. Um, never tell. So they are, I always feel that if you can keep City at bay for the first half, then you've got a chance of beating them. Yeah. Um, but if you let them score an early goal and that's the end of it, you know, they just, they just carry on and beat you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they are the side to beat apart from us, aren't they? And um, if Chelsea can beat them, I'll be happy. Happy man. I mean, you're right in that. Of the top nine sides in the league, which obviously goes down to Southampton, City have scored the least goals of any of any of them. They've got the best defence, though. They have got the best defence, which, which, which is which is which is which is a good point indeed. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one again. I'd bank, I'd probably bank City on that because, but it, we've seen a lot of these stories in the league so far this season when. It looks like a team's in really poor form, slash they've had two or three sticky results, and everyone goes, oh, that's them done and finished, and then they'll go and pull a big... I mean, I'm talking about Arsenal here, uh, beating Chelsea beating Chelsea the other week. Um, so, no, I would I would bank on City taking the points there, but also, we, as we well know, City, uh, Chelsea are more than capable of doing something in that game. Yeah, I think, for, for me, from, from watching Chelsea over the last couple of weeks, I've actually watched quite a bit of Chelsea, um, interested more to see how Werner and Havertz do and stuff like that. The one player that's caught my eye more than any other Giroud. is Pulisic. <laughs> Pulisic, he's been absolutely brilliant um, for Chelsea, and he just looks like he just looks like such a good player, like one that almost got away for Liverpool, because yeah. he, every time he gets the ball... Something happens. He, he just looks so dangerous. Mount's getting himself back into form as well. I don't think it'll be an easy game for Manchester City, and it wouldn't really surprise me if Chelsea do something there because they are kind of backs to the wall at the moment. And Lampard is kind of fighting for his job. You know, rumours of, of of Tuchel coming in and all that type of stuff as well. I mean, it would. It's funny because Chelsea fans thought Lampard would be given time. 
there's no bank of evidence to suggest for one second that Abramovich has given any manager time yeah. just because he's an old blue. Yeah. Like Mourinho literally won the league with them, yeah. and he was an old blue, and they just got rid of him again. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he was their best manager probably ever. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, it's going to be fascinating. It's another really interesting set of fixtures. There's so many potential um, banana skins for so many of the teams that are in in and around us, and I'm sure you know there's there's people doing this from the other side from all of those perspectives, looking at it and seeing Southampton as that for us. So yeah, Liverpool very much need to be switched on for this one. Um, let's have some score predictions. Dad, what do you think it's going to be? 2-1. James? 2-0. Chris? 1-0 Liverpool. Nice. I think 3-0 to Liverpool. I think this is a, 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 where we put in a good, solid, consummate, all-round performance. Or we do what we always do away against Southampton and make really hard work of it and then try and find a way to snatch it later on. I'd rather us just beat them comprehensively. Let us know your score predictions in the comments section uh, underneath here as well. And as mentioned before, don't forget to go and check out uh, the 50 Greatest Moments of the Jürgen Klopp era over on the RedmenTV.com streaming right now with the wonderful voiceover work of Mr. James Sutton, of course. Uh, yeah, there's a whole host of amazing things as well there. If you join up at club legend level, you get access to our Discord group, which, unlike most football-related groups on the internet, is not full of blurts. It's full of really <laughs> sound people. Uh, uh, and it's a great a great way for us to have a, a little bit of chat about the Reds. Uh, you get discounts on uh, Redmen merchandise. You get free Redmen merchandise as well. And a whole host of, again, brilliant content to keep you going uh, through, uh, through the next phase of tiered lockdowns. Um, but yes, thank you so much for joining us for this show. The starting 11 prediction show will be out as well so you can check that one out and yeah we'll be back with a live watch along for the game on Monday night so come and check back on the channel for that one as well Ta-da. so you've got an idea for a business the store of your dreams there's just one thing to figure out everything that's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online in person and everywhere else sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling it's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want so when you're ready to bring your idea to life power it up with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s-based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.